0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tori Dealing With, where each episode is short, sweet, and the perfect thing to enjoy in the morning, just like your coffee. If procrastination were a fart, it would be a silent but deadly one. When you procrastinate and push important things to the bottom of your to-do list, you're slowly sabotaging your chances of being successful. I forget where I was when I heard the quote, procrastination is a form of self-sabotage, but I will never forget how it made me feel. I almost felt personally attacked because it's so true. The problem is in this capitalistic and competitive world that we live in, it's so easy to procrastinate because we add so many things to our schedule. Well, at least that's my problem. I mean, think about the last time you binged watched a Netflix series when you should have been doing work. But don't feel bad about that because even the most organized people fall victim to procrastination. So how do we break up with our bad habits of avoidance? Well, I'm going to give you seven tips on how to deal with it. Number one, catch yourself in the act. If you're scrolling on Instagram and you know that you shouldn't be doing that, then you need to put the phone down. When you catch yourself in the act of procrastinating, take a deep breath. Literally, stop what you're doing and breathe. Think about why you're doing it. Why are you running from what you're supposed to be giving attention to? Are you subconsciously afraid of failure? Are you mismanaging your time and filling it up with too much on your plate? Are you really just uninterested in your work? When you find out the concrete reason why, then you'll be able to deal with it better. Number two, eliminate your distractions. It's so much easier said than done, but put the phone down. One of my personal struggles is actually with social media. The problem is I work on developing content for my social media. So then I'm doing a lot of work on my phone, but it's so easy to get sucked into a scroll hole because I'm already using that platform. So what I personally have to do is schedule out an allotted amount of time that I need to be on my phone. That means I need to pre-plan content, know what I'm going to post and only go on Instagram or Facebook to post it. Then I step away from the phone and work on something else. But if I keep picking up my phone, I literally have to delete my Instagram or Facebook app off of it. It may seem a little extreme, but sometimes you have to take things away from yourself like a toy from a baby. Number three, work on your time management skills. To me, this means making a schedule before I start working on my tasks for the day. I have to visualize them and write them down. After I write them down, I number them by what needs to be completed first. So what's the most urgent and what can I put to the side for a bit? Then it makes it a lot easier to do everything I want to, because I don't feel that added pressure of everything on my list at once. You know that you will eventually complete your other tasks. It's just, you need to focus on the important ones. Now, number four break your tasks into more manageable sections. When I wrote a kid's book, which is unreleased as of right now, but stay tuned, that taught me a lot about this. I basically woke up one day and I was like, I'm going to write a kid's book. And I thought it was going to be that simple. But there is so much work and planning that goes into writing a book. There is character development, the manuscript, the plot, the world you create, the illustrations, the book dummy. I mean, there are so many pieces to that project. I learned very quickly that you can only work on one thing at a time when developing a project. So start with step one. My friend once said to me, Tori, how do you eat an elephant? I was like, you don't. She was like one bite at a time. That's the key, right? One thing at a time. Work on a bite-sized section of what you have to do. Don't worry about writing the entire book. Focus on a chapter. Number five, reward yourself. There is a reason why dogs sit when we teach them to. It's because we're most likely going to give them a treat. They know that if they put a little bit of work in, they're going to get a reward. So after you break your task into manageable sections, reward yourself after each one. Maybe let yourself go on a nice relaxing walk or maybe watch an episode of your favorite reality TV show. Also, when you know that there is a reward waiting for you at the end of the tunnel, I bet you'll be focused to finished faster. Channel your inner puppy and work for that treat. Number six, get ready to zone in. I learned a meditation trick from my best friend Vera that honestly has changed my life. All you have to do, sounds simple, but it's hard, is count backwards from 100 to zero in your mind. You have to visualize every single number until you get to zero. If you get to 46 and get distracted, then you have to start over. Once you successfully go from 100 to zero, then you say to yourself, I am entering into a psychic state. To me, this means that you're tapping into the universal energy that is all around you. You are letting yourself be a channel for wisdom and let it flow into your work. I use this trick before I write podcasts, before I work on my books, and even before I work out. Sometimes it takes me three minutes to do it, and sometimes it takes me 15. So just be patient and focus. Once you get it, you will feel incredible. I highly recommend trying it. And last but not least, number seven, set a deadline. When you are your own boss and run your own schedule, then you have to give yourself a deadline. For people who have their regular jobs and also work on their own creative projects, it's so important to set a deadline for your personal projects because you will push them to the side. When you mark down a concrete deadline for yourself on a calendar, you make a commitment to you. You can then realize how much work you need to put in on that project each day so you can break it up over time. Breaking up the procrastination habit Isn't easy. There are 80% to 95% of students that are estimated in engaging in procrastination on a regular basis. This is from a study, so don't worry, I didn't pull this out of my ass. The urge to put things off, it can be so strong, especially when there are things all around us that can distract us, between our phones, between TV, just so many things. So while procrastinating might not be something that you can avoid entirely, becoming conscious of the reasons why you procrastinate and how to overcome those tendencies that can help you. By implementing these strategies that I've listed above, you're going to make your life a little bit easier and way more productive. Today, I'm going to leave you guys with some binaural beats for focus. If you have some time after this podcast, I want you to listen to these binaural beats, write a list of the top goals in your life right now, listen to the music, maybe even count backwards from 100 and let yourself focus. Enjoy. (music)